Welcome to our Maui Connects podcast, where we are speaking with people that are really inspiring, that live from the hearts, and that make this world a better place. Hey. How are you doing? Good, good. Good to finally speak to you. I did a reading with you like six years ago, but I imagine that you won't remember this because uh, that has been a long time. So actually why we wanted to do the interview was to get to know a bit more also about you and uh, how you came to do this, to connect a bit with like-minded people because we really want to share uh, people we find inspiring, people that work from the heart, people... um, you know, that live with spirituality and that have a certain, you know, beautiful mission or vision that they bring into the world and that we would like to know more about. So we thought about you and that's why we connected. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I was wondering, so where did it start for you? The, the journey about the, you know, the journey with astrology and tarot? In 2011, I had at some point um, got caught up with uh, DUI that I didn't really commit and um, it had me question like the way I was living my life um, even though even though like I was innocent um, it just kind of had me questioning like the type of friends I had around me and, and what I was doing so that uh, inspired me to take my life more serious and I started uh studying theology and uh, yeah i wanted i wanted to actually learn about uh christianity more and that was when um i had read a book that went in about how the bible was written and i realized that my belief in the inerrant bible wasn't as true as i thought it was and so that's what opened me up it, the book was called uh, misquoting jesus and that's what opened me up to actually you know slowly but surely start to watch horoscopes um and eventually i joined the the com- online community soul garden ran by christopher wateki which was what uh led me to get my first chart reading um around that time I was working physically with a babalao or a priest mm-hmm. in uh, Santa Rica, and he introduced me to tarot. So that's how online I was learning about astrology and physically I, I was kind of coming into, you know, this traditional religion in tarot. And uh, that really helped me open my mind up to that world. But the astrology reading I got uh, changed my life as far as, you know, enlightened me to this whole field and the rest is history i mean i just got so obsessed and fascinated with reading charts Mm -hmm. that uh i had to learn how to do it and yeah i'm definitely grateful to to be made it here but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah quite the (laughs) yeah i can imagine and uh so you you learned everything from him or or more also on your own Oh, good question. So, I mean, I feel like, um, so the, the priest who kind of taught me tarot, um, everything, everything he kind of served for me was to help get rid of like limiting beliefs and, okay, and just yeah. the old way. Well, but I, I would say, uh, he taught me like, he, he taught me, it's interesting concerning tarot. Um, 
he didn't really teach me. He just kind of he just kind of taught me how to do it, and I'm glad because the, he did that on purpose so I could teach myself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I mean, through through experience, I I learned because I I was horrible at first because I couldn't trust myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, that and astrology, I taught myself pretty much. Although there's some wisdom I gained from like Christopher, from the Leo King, from Astrolada, and watching KRS videos. Yeah. But outside of that. I use that to basically teach myself. Yeah. Yeah, and but do you think feel like you have had this interest for for symbolism or for something more the whole of your life or was it really that point in 2011 when you got that awakening was like boom and it started from there? Oh, that's such a good question. I mean, I've always been interested in personality profile. I was a big fan of Myers-Briggs okay. for a oh, yeah. long time. I mean, for my whole life, I've always wanted to be close to God. And, and I've always been into magic and, like, um, just I've always felt that calling and to be, to work directly. I've always wanted to devote myself to spirituality. Yeah. I just didn't know how. Yeah. A Christian uh, before, like, uh, I was taught that, you know, you can't really explore these other paths, so that really just opened up that world for me uh, with astrology and then also with um, Paolo Maiombe and Santeria. Okay, because I've heard of Santeria. I think it was a belief from Cuba, right? Um, That's a good point. It comes from the Congo, but yeah, I think I think in Cuba... I think, yes. Yeah, yeah, so it originated Cuba. from Africa and I think it got integrated. That's what, that's what I heard, so I know someone that practices it. But this is something you do as well. Yeah, um, I'm not actively practicing it but i did get initiated into it oh that's interesting <laughs> when, when did that happen okay. if i'm if i may ask no great question this actually happened around the period where i got my first reading so okay, 2011 okay. 2011 i think was when uh this happened and then 2012 was when i got initiated oh, and wow. i got my reading it, yeah it was a crazy year like everything happened really fast yeah and so do you do you practice any of those things still right now as well? Well, yeah, see, unfortunately, and that's the thing with religions like this, like, um, it's it's easy to find, even in, like, psychics and, and astrology, it's easy to find a lot of fraud. So yeah. um, I distanced myself from it because I just, I didn't know who to trust. But it's so amazing you asked that because a friend of mine, shout out to Ta, um, he, Tara Tahuti, he actually practices that, not in a religious sense, but more in an occult um, uh, uh, business, uh, more in a occult, like practical sense. And I asked him today, yesterday rather, like, hey, you know, um, uh, how long have you been in this? He's, he's, he's been practicing for six years. And I asked him if he if he knew anything uh, to kind of help me get back on. And he just he just like yesterday gave me a book. I'm reading right now and I'm not really get back on it. Yeah, yeah. So so what's the title of the book for anyone interested? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um I just started. Like I just I just finished reading the table of contents and it it looks really good. All right, um, all so right. far. Alright. So the book is called um oops. Okay, the book is called The Voodoo Gnostic Workbook. And Voodoo is spelled V O U D O N gnostic workbook okay that sounds and interesting it, indeed yeah <laughs> it's written by michael bert bertiox mm-hmm. berto bertio mm-hmm. a b-e-r-t-i-a-u-x mm-hmm. it's interesting 
uh, I just did a Bible study uh, with my mom and my sisters. That's why uh, it took me a while because we were were kind of uh, debating on certain things. But yeah, like (laughs) if I, I I couldn't tell them that I'm doing this, they totally would not be open. But um, yeah, I think that's. I just think it's interesting considering how I've grown since then and like stopped embracing certain things and I'm coming back to embrace them again. So it's just, a lot, a lot is coming full circle. Yeah. And you know what? I was also thinking, considering you have learned a lot about also these, you know, I don't know how I can call them spiritual practices and everything. I'm also, you know, curious to know how you view your reality because I I know that that a lot of um, like in, uh, for example in shamanism they consider um, this this reality as a dream and the dream world as real and I wonder what it's like for you how how do you view all of this um, I feel like um, what I've learned as a Christian versus um, you know embracing my path as an astrologer um, nothing has really changed concerning that belief that you know everything that's finite everything that you can see is finite um and everything that is invisible lasts forever mm-hmm. so I, I do that you know this this is real but not real like it's a it's a it's a persistent illusion yeah um and it's it's only real in a sense yeah. but outside of that you know uh that which we can't perceive is realer than this mm-hmm. and we go there every time we sleep i guess or Dream, astral project, which is pretty difficult. Are you occupied with those things as well? Occupied? Like in a sense of are you are you astral projecting like consciously and so and so forth? Oh, okay. So uh, it, when I first learned about it, um, I think I was in high school, and I I remember reading on the internet how to induce it, and so I only tried once really. And I, I did this method where, like, your body needs to be asleep, but your mind's awake. And um, this is the only time I've tried, like, years ago. And I remember at some point um, my body was asleep. And then I felt my entire body rumble. And I heard voices as if, like, loud voices as if they're around me. And it's like I was about to leave my body, but that's as far as I got. And then other than that, maybe like a couple of years ago, I do remember leaving my bed and realizing I'm out of body. But when I was out of body, I didn't realize I was out of body until I woke up. Oh, yeah, I so get that, yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I've had certain experiences in a hypnagogic state in between awakening and sleep, but I really practiced um, I'm not that skilled at, at lucid dreaming, although it's not something I think that Pisces or people with Pisces energy are very good at that. Yeah. Like, it's second, like, they like they don't even have to learn. Yeah, I know I'm what jealous, you mean. but it's awesome. You know what? And because tying up to this, you speak a lot about superpowers, and I think that you, you mentioned several times that certain zodiac signs... Uh, are good at this or good at that I, I think as you might have told me something about this as well in my reading I don't remember exactly but how do you view this exactly and where did you get this this information from because as far as I can tell I hear you 
as the only person speaking about this very specifically and also about okay. the spiritual war that's going on so so what could, could you explain a little bit more about this okay great question so yeah i mean uh, <laughs> at a certain level uh i do believe that concerning supernatural abilities um the the cycles that and that's actually that's one thing that um eight years of studying astrology I kind of finally it just kind of clicked like I finally got it and that's the wisdom of cycles the the lunar wisdom of the moon and cycles um astrology is really just angle it's math it's just math mm-hmm. it's not about constellations it's about math and the zodiac which have nothing to do with the constellations so like it's all cycle it's all cycles and yeah. so when you look at when you look at the cycles that we're coming into and out of it literally spells supernatural conscious development mm-hmm. and you know that's the narrative that's been played out over literal centuries um and as far as now i think some of the most fascinating aspect of this is is being able to delineate and pinpoint the different abilities based on the zodiac sign which once again discerning zodiac sign abilities is not based on the constellations although in a sense, I'm sure you can draw on the, the cosmic nature of them, but the angles, right? Being a Libra is actually not because you're in a constellation of Libra, but because your one, your energy is a 180 degree signature. So it, it's more realistic that way. It's more tangible that way, and it's still just very fascinating. So yeah, um, let's say for example, um, learning learning about the zodiac sign abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you can discern them through angles. Yeah. So we take the stars of Libra. Um, someone having Libra, because take Libra, their zodiac sign is in the constellation of Libra, and is because there's a 180 degree angle. And that is what symbolically represents Libra, whether through the sun or moon or certain planets. And so the zodiac is now literal narrative between transiting planets and the mathematical angles and what that means so people will say that oh the planets don't affect your personality and like that's not what astrology teaches astrology rather teaches that angular effect and we know science has proven that uh weather affects the temperament or seasons affect the temperament which is literal proof of how zodiac signs uh, affect people's characteristics since these are seasonal mathematical angles which is important to really discuss because like the the skepticism and backlash against astrology is really just ignorance and uh, people who just don't understand so um this is where now bringing in the supernatural abilities and superpowers is very key because we're now at a stage in this cycle where it's undeniable it's not something you can suppress it's not something you can deny it's something that's awakening every each and every day so um thankfully now in this in this information age where where knowledge is that much harder to be suppressed even though they're still trying to censor people you know it's that much easier to know the knowledge of your angles right of who you are and how to apply that and actualize that and so i'm just grateful i get to help people do that Mm -hmm. 
But how would like an angle um, translate into a superpower then? Oh, great question. So let's take the uh, infamous sextile. Uh, the sextile is like 60 degrees, let's say from Aries and Gemini. Mm -hmm. So uh, opening sextile would be the Gemini vibration. And that angle will now express, of course, um, this is where in the sign it, it, it brings the flavor, but the angle would express more so uh, opening of ideas mm -hmm. and being able to express one's mind from that conjunction point. So the way that supernatural ability can express could be telepathy could be being able to read minds. And this is where um, there's a wide range of abilities that can be accessed depending on the nature of the There's a wide range of abilities uh, that uh, can be accessed, you know, angles that work with it, aspect it, transit it. Um, so that's another thing. Like, it's not just one ability, but yeah, these are these are possible ways that this could be expressed. Um, and, and another thing with the abilities, too, is especially with this uh, awakening cycle, a lot of how this buds is, of course, by looking at the little things. So the things that we might not necessarily see as supernatural what we're going to learn as supernatural and the awakening isn't necessarily people levitating out of nowhere but learning how, learning how to breathe waking up more early getting your life together and these are going to become superpowers mm -hmm. but i'm yeah so i mean it's just very it's very awesome because it, it's slowly but surely happening but yeah i mean that the the, the most important thing is definitely remember that um It's going to be the things that we think are normal that we're going to find out are actually super abilities, which will then lead to awakening even more superpowers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I think we will find out more about this soon. Oh, I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. And you know what? So another thing I was wondering about was, okay, so you, you come up with this knowledge and Um, I feel like this comes, obviously it comes from yourself, but is there also a way through which you feel like spirit is communicating through you? Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, I, so I, 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 I did teach myself a lot. However, a lot of that self-taught uh, knowledge came directly from learning from other people in experience just experiential knowledge mm -hmm. um reading so many charts gaining synchronicities but i would say the reason why i'm so knowledgeable is because of spirit um talking directly to the planets through people mm. um spirit came alive in this journey and and everything i learned really just helped me understand how to acknowledge identify and work with spirit even more mm-hmm And is there any way that you are evoking this connection or like strengthening this connection to, to, to spirit? That's a really good question. Um, uh, well, I know this book that I'm reading. Um, the reason why I want to get back into it is because I feel like I haven't been as focused uh, in my path as I could be. And, and developing a practice like so uh, will enable me to at least 
focus the energies more through ritual and through practice Mm -hmm. so I can sustain that. Um, everything up until now has just been winging it. Like I've just been going with the flow, which, which is great. Um, I would recommend that to anybody too. Uh, starting off, it, 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 I kind of, I kind of had to step away from the orthodoxy and religion just to kind of find that flow. So that now that I'm coming back to it, I, I'm, I'm approaching it right. I speak truth, and I stay true to me. I'm aligning it to the spirit. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Well, that's that's very interesting, but there is so you it, I so I assume you don't meditate or something like this. It's um, that's actually one of my problems. I don't meditate as much as I should. <laughs> not, not, not that I do, <laughs> but I hear a lot of people do this. Right, right, right. right yeah. I tried to I get mean, back at some practice, just like you. I figured it might help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time I meditate, I, I thank myself for it. I'm just very stubborn. So, <laughs> you were Taurus yeah. Rising, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. this. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. you know, I was also wondering, so is, are you also like busy with, oh, busy is maybe not the right word, but are you occupied with manifesting a life for you consciously or because you mentioned something about going with the flow? And I was getting interested in the subject lately. Like I heard stories from people that were really good manifesting things into their lives. And well, for me, <laughs> I don't get it like the way people, some people get this. And I was wondering yeah. how, how does this work for you? Do you, do you have this ability? Like you say, like, okay, today I want this and this and this, and it just comes or, or are you busy with this or is it really just going with the flow and see what happens and more in that way? I love that you asked that question because I feel like um, the past few years, Spirit was like, hey, you have a treasure chest that you don't use. And then I realized that I do have these abilities and I don't use them. And then I realized, like, if I look at my life, I've always had stuff I don't use. Like, I've always had a pool. I never swam in it. I have so much, like, resources and tools I mm-hmm. don't use. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's definitely something I, i'm like it's it, that's definitely something i'm I'm learning to kind of like and it's because i just i be i be in my head so much so i i'm I, i'm not grounding enough and that's getting in the way of manifestation because for me my issue is that i can't manifest my issue is that i manifest too easy and i don't even notice what i manifest because i i, I need to learn to ground more but the to answer your question like um I feel as far as manifestation, it's a skill that I haven't been using as much as I can use. And mm-hmm. so recently, I've been figuring out like what, like, I, I feel like, and this is how I want to, this is how I want to say it. manifestation is like this to me. It's like, let's say your whole life, <laughs> let's say your whole life, you were told that like, you can't fly, like that's impossible, right? And so you've you've lived in this society that has taught you how to walk and ride a bike your whole life. That's all you know. Mm-hmm. And then one day, you but you've always felt you can fly. You've always known in your heart you can fly. And then one day you're like, you know what? Let me actually try this. And then you levitate. You're not flying, but you levitate like an inch off of the ground and you're like, wait, I could have done this the whole time. And so now it's like you're at a di- you're at a, a mid-road. The society you're in does not support flying. They're going to think you're crazy. But now you know 
you can fly because you've levitated. You know it's possible. No one else has to tell you. So now it's like, okay, how do I how do I teach myself how to fly in a world that doesn't support that? Mm-hmm. If you if you were gonna take the time to like you know, meditate as much as you can to get there, it might take you your whole life. It might take you two weeks. But like that's that's kinda like my dilemma because I mean I've I've had an experience where I remember I wrote down a piece of paper, I'm going to manifest $20 in two minutes. And that's exactly what happened. And I was like, holy shit, like, if I can do this, then what am I doing all this other work for? Like, and that just kind of let me know, like, the lifestyle I live is a lie. Because I'm not manifesting based on what I can do. I'm, I've made myself believe that I have to do a certain way to, to, to do what I want. So I'm just kind of caught in that middle road. Like, how do I, mm-hmm. how do I my lifestyle to where I'm manifesting with my abilities versus um, you know, the more traditional way that I feel like I have to. So, yeah. but I'm grateful. It's definitely been quite the journey. Yeah, so, so it's really interesting. And I feel like that's where everyone is, though. Mm, that's it. What'd you say? Yeah, I, I feel like... I feel like that's where everyone is, though. Like, like maybe with, with not just with manifestation, but with something in their life that only they can do or they can do, but they have to kind of, like, balance or <laughs> go all in. Um, but it just kind of reminded me how the system is deliberately designed yes. to stunt their own potential yeah. on purpose. Yeah, definitely. So we rely on it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah it's, and I feel like right now is really a time um, that people are breaking free from this. Start questioning, understanding that you you have the power over your own life in a way, like how you react yeah. to it, what you do, what you manifest, up, uh, up to a certain extent, I think. But to do, start realizing that you're way more powerful than you were uh, led to believe, I think everyone is into, yeah, everyone gets gets this in this life. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Very Heard, so you told me that you were um, into all these uh, interesting spiritual beliefs, but I was also wondering: is there any ancient Nigerian spiritual practice that you that you've connected to? Something from your roots, or or not really? No, it's a, that's a really great question. I'm so glad you asked that because my uncle told me. Uh, I remember my mom told me a long time ago that um, her her dad on. Her grandpa, on her mother's side, um, built a church. He was a he was a um, John Uzoka. He was a blacksmith, so he had actually. There's a picture of him uh, working on the wall in the Buckingham Palace. He actually built that fence. But um, they had the people in my village at the time used to like worship the monkeys or or pay homage to the monkeys. And he drove them drove the monkeys out and told them no. You don't worship them, and he built a church. And then my grandpa, my mom's grandpa on my dad's side, was a witch doctor, and he he actually was like the oga uh, for for my tribe. Um, he would he would turn fish alive that his wife was cooking, and then they would like go like hours away and leave before him. And he would arrive before they got there. So, like, he had powers. But my mom would tell me this not to brag about them, but to talk about how uh, they were denounced for Christianity. Like, she's telling me this so that I can learn, like, the you know, why I should be Christian and everything. But 
I thought that really just alluded me to like, wow, like I actually have this in my blood. On my dad's side, um, my grand, his mother has actual abilities. And my dad is very skeptical about magic and all that. But he'll tell you that um, his mother would tell him things that only he knew. And she had that power of sight. She denounced that for Christianity because it was in her bloodline. So just like they had that in their blood, I have that in my blood. Mm, and so, mm -hmm. yeah, so I've been, I've been, I don't have that access to the Nigerian um, part of it. There's a, there's a specific one for my tribe, but my parents denounced that. Their parents denounced that. Mm. So I don't know. But um, Santeria comes from Ifa. Ifa comes from Nigeria which is uh, from the Yoruba tribe. So that's kind of, what I'm doing now is kind of a syncretized version of that. Mm -hmm. And, and um, I like to think it found me because, you know, it's, it's in my blood. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's the, I, I won't even call it a religion, but it's definitely the path that um, was walked through. And I remember um, I, when I was living with my uncle, I had asked and prayed um I don't even want to consider it praying. I was just like, I want to know more about my great-grandfather. I want to know who he was. And then I don't remember saying this out loud because I was in my room by myself. I said this in my head, but maybe I said it out loud. I don't know. The very next day, my uncle walks up to me and says, I'm the reincarnation of your great-grandfather. <laughs> and that everything in this world can be explained by science. And my mind was blown. And that's when he told me that aliens visited um, my great grand or his his grandfather and uh, gave a staff and said hold this and um, if anyone who kind of hit them with machetes did not get cut and that's how the the village got founded. So I mean that's a very nonsensical story. It sounds crazy, except how did he know to tell me about my great grandfather when I didn't even tell him I wanted to know? And so I just this is very it was very revealing to me. And yeah. it just let me know, you know, there's just so much to this world that we, we still have yet to understand. But um, it's interesting because he, he he's an Aquarius. And for him to say that everything could be explained by science, I just felt was just so Aquarius to say. That's a really amazing story, I have to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope to. <laughs> I hope you, you manifest yourself some more information because this right. sounds really interesting. Right. Right, I felt like I got a little bit, and but there's just so much more questions. Like, yeah, definitely. A, yeah, yeah, that's really, really interesting. I think I read. Uh, I think it was last year of this year actually. I read some. I don't know if I can call it like a prophecy, but you wrote something in the sense of everyone will know everything from everyone. Something, something in the sense of this. I don't know. I don't know if you. If you remember everything you write, I don't know how it works for you. But um, I was wondering, so how do you view this time coming? Yeah, how do you, what do you foresee for, okay, maybe also for coming year, but also, um, yeah, well, <laughs> big question mark. I don't know. What do you foresee for everything? Because what you wrote was actually very interesting considering... Um, what's happening right now? Also, some some things I read. Uh, I think it, I think it was, I think it was the text that was about 
vampires if i'm not vampires, mistaken yes i remember yes, yes yeah right. I was <laughs> oh my god that, that one, one really blew channel. my mind <laughs> that one was straight channel that one just came through me um yeah first of all i do i do want to maintain i still do believe all of that um i i was even when i was speaking of the vampires that was more of like that was more of just um that was more of just an idea that i put out there and then shortly after got confirmed with how it plays out in reality and genetics but outside of that um yeah i do feel especially especially stuff that makes you think why would you know uh this push for global warming and this excuse to block the rays of the sun going through a solar minimum it just makes you think you know what i mean like Mm. what's the hidden what's what's the real agenda behind that but um (laughs) outside of that uh yeah the first thing that was distinct about that which will be like the signal like when when this one thing happens then you want to go back to that post and just know everything from subsequently i remember when i made that post it was i think in the same month it's gonna come so is the ox i remember when that it was on underworld like hackers are going to release it uh, yeah. private inf- right and like the same month i think within the week i made that post hackers had leaked only fans accounts and yeah. patreon accounts. yeah so that was i think a synchronicity of what's to come mm-hmm. where worldwide like every message you had um every hidden information someone's gonna make it public and that's gonna be like a judgment day because then everyone's gonna know like if you're if you're evil if you're perverted if you had those hidden messages um even if you try to delete it it was archived somewhere so like people are gonna see who you really are people are gonna see if they want to look it up right um i'm pretty sure it's really just gonna be uh, famous people who will be put in the spotlight and scrutinized but I feel like it's going to be in a way where if anyone wants to look it up they can look it up and you know this is where it, it, this is where it's like you know if you ever did anything bad you about to find it out and that's why I'm like thank god like I don't uh, the most the only thing people are going to find are embarrassing messages I wrote to women writing poems trying to take them out on dates like I don't I haven't done it <laughs> I'm living the hide really, you know, so it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but, um, this is, this is, I mean, think about it, like how crazy I could imagine a lot of people would probably lose their minds if, if they felt their privacy was yeah, just yeah, completely, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, this is inevitable. Like it's gonna, we know it's gonna happen. It already happened with, 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 uh, Ashley Madison, <laughs> with, uh, hackers who hacked in the PlayStation. It happened with OnlyFans. So like, it's only a matter of time. Once Facebook gets hacked, once once all these um, profiles, media, social media, um, and and even like encrypted information, we know it's happening with WikiLeaks. So you know this, this is going to be very interesting. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> right, Make, right. Makes me think about my own history now. <laughs> no, no. Mm. <laughs> what did I wrote? No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, and the last thing I wanted to ask was. What would be your advice for people right now? So what do you really would like to get out in the world and you feel everyone needs to hear for? 
today, coming months, coming year, something like this, or straight from your heart, what what would you like to share? Um, this is where I say the cliche message of believe in yourself and be you. But instead of saying that, um, twenty twenty was just such a twenty twenty was just such an unexpected blitz of of you know distraction. So. Where were you 2019? Remember the end of 2019? Everyone, most everyone declared 2019 was horrible. That's kind of how I remember 2019 ending. Most people were not satisfied with 2019 and were looking to 2020 like turning a new like Little did we know 2020 would be 2020. But 2019, you are doing something 2019. Whether you like the year or not, you are focused on something. You were developing your stuff in a certain way. You weren't distracted. So what were you doing then before, you know, you, you got told to march in the streets because people are racist or before you got told to wear a mask and isolate yourself? What were you doing? Do that. Mm-hmm. Focus. Blank out everything else and do what you were doing before these distractions came. If you weren't distracted and you're still doing it, keep doing it. Uh, keep being great. And, and um, similar to Leo King saying that we should step into authority, know the difference between perceived authority. Yeah, perceived authority. What was the word I want to say? Acknowledged authority and actual authority. Unfortunately, in this world, people think that perceived authority and, and collective, collectively agreed on authority they mistaken that for actual authority. Mm-hmm. And so just because millions of people look at someone as an authority figure doesn't mean that that person isn't a criminal and a liar, mm-hmm. right? And just because somebody, just because a group of people think that someone's a scam artist doesn't mean that they're actually a true authority. So, you know, it, it, it definitely pays to believe in yourself. And the, the most important thing I can say is, Stand on your own, too. It's not about being right or wrong. It's about being real. So stand up for what you believe in and don't back down unless you're unless you can unless, you know, it's the truth that you're wrong and you can accept that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who are actually standing up for something that's right, um, doesn't matter if you're outnumbered. Stand on your own, too. Don't let these people uh, don't let these people who are trying to use identity politics or 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 guilt and shame manipulation to shame you knock you off your stance uh because the true winners are not the people who are going to you know be shamed into believing something that society tells you but the ones who actually stand up for what they believe in or or stand for something so they don't fall for anything yeah interesting yeah thank you very much Thank you, that was very fun. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to do an interview with us or if you have any suggestions, please just send us an email at info at mauiverse.com or visit our page to read more interviews and read more about our story at www.mauiverse.com.